When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A whole lot going on. A lot of people talking about the Republican debate last night on NBC. Um, and I know that it probably didn't change a whole lot of minds. I think we had talked about that a little bit yesterday. And I saw bits and pieces. I'll be honest, I did not see the whole thing. Did you watch the whole thing, Scott? I did. Um, yeah. David, you saw bits and pieces? Well, a little bit. I didn't sit through the whole thing because, one, I again, I, my, my take is the same as it was for the first debate. If Trump's not there, what's the point? Because, you know, you have to be able to compare and contrast. And mm-hmm. also, I got two little kids and my wife is sick, so I was on dad patrol. Yeah, that happens, man. So, okay, I'm going back and forth. And there was something that stood out to me. And it was Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, yeah. It seems like he has a command of the stage that the others don't quite seem to have. And maybe that's because of what he was saying. And and he doesn't have a chance. Well, that's what I mean when you have nothing to lose. But there's there's nobody else on that stage other than maybe Haley DeSantis that have a chance. Why are we still messing around with Chris Christie? I don't know. What's he still doing up there? Still got the money, I guess. Okay. But in the open, they're talking about, well, why should it be you instead of Trump, that sort of thing? Vivek pivots, and you could tell he had probably had planned this, but still, in my opinion, pretty effective. He talks about the Republican Party mm-hmm. and the RNC. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020. 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Okay, stop right there for a second. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie McDaniel, and you're getting inside politics here, but a lot of people don't feel like she's led the party very well and made some really questionable decisions. So to a lot of conservatives that are frustrated with the GOP, that certainly resonated. And then he goes here. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership. Time out there. That's true. That's absolutely true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still like this old school thinking, like we got to, you know, we'll have NBC do this one. We were talking about it yesterday. It it made no sense to me. But anyway. Asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here. 
Do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. What? Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Sorry. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Unless they're trying to get control yeah, of right. whatever. Well, that, yeah. But as you're watching that for the first time, you're like, oh, oh my, man. I know. And she's right there and he's looking right at her. And all she could do was just kind of awkwardly smile. Yes. Mm. Like this. And it's true. Oh, everything he said was true. Everything. Yes. Yes. And she's never answered for it. None of them have. No, I mean, so, hey, that's fair game, man. We went through the list of fake news the other day. It's like 30-some things in a, just a few years. It's mm -hmm. crazy. So I think that resonated with a lot of people. That was one of the highlights. And we can get to other stuff later because he and Nikki Haley uh, got into each other a little bit. And some people are saying you can't go after somebody's family because Vivek did that with Nikki Haley's daughter. Um, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Meanwhile, Trump had a rally going on not far from the debate. Yeah, it was like, what, 12 miles away or something like that from the debate. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was counter-programming, obviously, because everybody else was doing this debate. And he said, to hell with it, I'm going to hold a rally and have a little love fest. And... Well, at a rally uh, in, uh, was it Hialeah, I think, is where... Yeah, Hialeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Donald Trump talked about all the indictments that he's facing. Oh. Every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, they indicted me. Can you believe <laughs> my father and mother are looking down, son? How did that happen? We're so proud of you, son. How did that happen? That wasn't a word that was in. But this is a political indictment. This is a Biden indictment. Even that stupid trial going on in New York, which has been totally discredited. Everybody's been discredited. That's all comes out of the White House. That's to discourage people from voting. But every time I'm indicted, I consider it a great badge of honor because I'm being indicted for you. Thanks a lot, everybody. I appreciate it. <laughs> I saw one writer uh, put out that basically it's over. It's Trump's. He's going to win the nomination. I think that's probably true. Don't you think he's too far ahead at this point for anyone to catch? Yeah, I'm he is actually locked up. I mean, well, we'll see. I mean, we're still two months away from the first vote, but I mean, I think in a lot of people's mind, that's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I, well, he's he's not going to be locked up more than likely before the primary actually starts. My thinking is the timing of it uh, is more like, you know, if, if there is some sort of coordinated effort, it would happen after he's already locked up the nomination. Uh, then that's when you'd actually have him thrown in jail. Yeah. Yeah, we're a ways away from that yet, I think. So you got all that going on. And then there was this story, which is just sort of crazy. And <clears throat> saw this first at Daily Wire. It was the story about photographers from the Associated Press and Reuters that appear to have been embedded with Hamas terrorists as they executed the terrorist attacks on October 7th. They were embedded and Damn. taking pictures as it happened. Holy cow. Okay. 
So you have now Reuters, the AP, and CNN all insisting they had no advanced knowledge of the Hamas terrorist attack and are trying to distance themselves from these Gaza-based photographers who were embedded. David, you've been in the news game for a while. Is th- th- was this shocking to you, or was this something to be expected? Not, well, yes and no. I, I would say, one, because I, I don't think they were full-time employees of the AP or Reuters, so it may be what's called in, in the business uh, stringer which is basically somebody that you kind of know. You may have uh, a business relationship with a photographer or a reporter on the ground. So if something happens there, they're not an employee of yours, but you accept uh, information from them in exchange for some cash. Um, I mean, it it, it goes beyond just being embedded with Hamas, though, because one of these photographers was photographed with the guy who orchestrated the October 7th terror attack. And, the dude's kissing him on the head. Right. And, and like, there's another video of, of, of one of the guys on a motorcycle holding a grenade as they are going in. So really, the, the question is, did you know that you were actually paying a terrorist? Somebody who wasn't just embedded with the group, didn't just know people there. Yes. And was able to get some sort of access that otherwise you wouldn't have. But this person was a perpetrator of the attack. Yes. That's a problem. I mean, okay, and you try to compare situations. Okay, so what? Trump is giving Peter Ducey a kiss on his forehead? Okay, that'd be (laughs) strange enough. But it's not someone embedded with attackers. And what happened on, you know, October the 7th? That is just crazy, man. And so, and then the AP comes out. The AP had no knowledge of the attacks before they happened. Uh, the role of the AP is to gather information on breaking news events around the world, wherever they happen. Uh, and yes, we, you know, use these freelancers around the world, including in Gaza. We didn't know this guy was, you know, embedded, embedded, like part of it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, big story there. Meanwhile, there is a driver that got pulled over, a drunk driver. And they're very upset at the reason that they got pulled over and, I guess, wanted to plead their case to police, David? Uh, This is making the rounds now. It's body cam footage of a police officer who pulled over someone who was driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh, man. Late at night. Uh, The cop gets her out of the car because he smells booze on her breath, uh, says we're going to do a field sobriety test. You know the the drill. She starts melting down. Because he called her ma'am, she says that she's non-binary and also indigenous Uh and therefore... Uh, feels threatened by the presence of the police officer. This guy, seriously, Um, the cop is one of the most professional police officers I've ever heard as he's going through this entire thing. All right, roll it. Stand facing me, please. But I just want you to know that I also have very bad social anxiety. You and me both. Okay. Now with your right foot, place it in front of your left in a heel-to-toe touching manner with your arms by your side, just like this, ma'am. Uh-oh. Not call me ma'am, please. I'm trying my hardest. Okay, well. Okay. It means a lot to me. I'm trying my hardest. I don't feel like a man, so. Oh. This might be the day Robbins loses him. Just. On the, and the cop. Just off the top rope. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's he did try, and he asked, how should I refer to you and all of that? But then, you know, you get into the rhythm of 
doing the, the field sobriety test and all of that. And you're seeing somebody who's clearly a woman and, mm -hmm. you know, trying to be respectful, trying to be courteous yes. and professional. I mean, yeah, most people, uh, it would be sir or ma'am. Mm -hmm. But she's just like melting down. I think it's mainly because she's drunk and knows that she's about to go to jail. But well, of course it is. Yeah, trying to get out of it. Okay, it's kind of triggering. You have zero questions. It's triggering. No, but I just want to tell you that I suffer from really bad anxiety, especially uh, with generational trauma and PTSD around. Generational trauma. Yeah. Just more of the kooks. Just more of the. <laughs> please don't arrest you me know, for drunk yeah, driving. Exactly. Please. But you just check off the boxes of things that are wrong with you. <laughs> white people and cops. Like... Did she say white people? Yeah. Yes. White, white people. Of course. Trauma. It's your fault, Scott, that she's hammered. You hadn't used that one yet. White people. Wait a minute. Let's. <laughs> see around white people and cops. Like. I'm going to speak with you right over here, okay? No. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Go ahead and place your hands behind your back. Don't, dude. Don't make don't, it hard. Please. Don't make it hard. No. Don't. You're, you're going to get a resist. Dude, I... You're going to get a resist. I right? don't. Don't resist. Don't. Listen to me. <laughs> don't resist. Don't. You're being Come a here. white man and... Come don't. Here. I followed all of your s***. Like, you're being a white, white man. man. That's right. I did Stop your, it. I did your sobriety test. Doesn't it mean I can go home now? <laughs> no, you failed it. That's the problem. That is. I love how is. like yeah, professional and courteous he is through the entire thing. And he's oh like, my god, yes. and he understands that he's dealing with somebody who's got a lot of issues right. going on. But he is absolutely not going to stand for somebody who's hammered driving down the road going the wrong direction. No. <laughs> You broke the law. Don't. You're being Come a here. white man. And don't. I followed all of your shit. Like, I'm an indigenous person. Like, oh my you God. guys. Check it up. Come on. Check it up. <laughs> indigenous, indigenous boom. <laughs> Got to have that. And you're white. And you're transgender. And you're... So you know those climate activists that block the road different parts of the country? Yeah. Uh, they're... Two of those people yesterday, they got shot. Someone had had enough. It's a crazy story. That and much more coming up right here. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine & More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice, so many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat, grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. 
stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Man, we've talked about these instances so many different times where people are blocking traffic, you know, basically protesting climate change. And this has been going on in Panama for the last three weeks. Yeah, in this case, Panama. it's a copper mine that they're protesting. Yeah, from Canada. This contract with the government. Yeah. Well, it shut down schools over time and businesses, mm-hmm. and people are waiting in these lines. And this, as they say, elderly man, he's 77. He's a dual citizen of Panama and the United States. Mm-hmm. He gets out of his car. He just is, like, walking calmly up to the protesters, and then... Uh, He's getting into it, you know, trying to prove a point. The story from the Daily Mail goes like this. He initially attempted to reason with the protesters, but moments later pulled a handgun from his pocket and began gesturing wildly as his frustration grew. Despite the imminent danger, the protesters stubbornly refused to curtail their demonstration and continued to argue back and forth with the disgruntled motorist who became visibly more enraged with each passing moment. For a time, it looked as though the gunman was prepared to back down. But when one protester holding a flag stepped toward him, he snapped the pistol back and fired his target from mere feet away. Boom. And the guy's on the ground. And, I mean, people are videoing it, and they're in total shock. The dude just rather calmly starts grabbing the tire, grabbing stuff out of the street like he's clearing the road. Yeah. And that's when another protester came up to him, started arguing. And then he shot him. And as it says in the story, um, he, he looked with, you know, shock, just an expression of disbelief on his face. If he's already shot somebody. Yeah. And he still has a gun in his hand. You're going to go argue with the guy? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, no, if you're going to approach him at all, I mean, then aren't you seeking to disarm him? Here's the thing. This crap's got to stop. I'm surprised this hasn't already happened before. Yeah, you look at the comments, man. This yeah. crap has got to stop now. I mean, you got to have municipalities and states or federal government even at that level. You you do this, you go to jail, we remove you, you go to jail immediately. You can't do this. You can protest all day long, but you can't do this. I would say you, know, you can't shoot anybody. Well, of course you can't <laughs> shoot anybody. But, but at the same time, you knew. I mean, people this, talk you, about this. This, this is going to happen. Yes. Absolutely it was going to happen. Have you seen any pictures of this? Yeah. Like the one still shot? Yeah. Yeah. Where you see the casing like flying in the air? Yeah. Holy mackerel, The guy man. just looks very calm there. And it's kind of like, okay, you want to sit in the middle of the road? Well, here's a math equation for you. Gun beats slogans. Yes. But, I mean, 
people are so brazen with this stuff. Like, well, they're not going to do anything. Well, they to don't us. do anything. <laughs> they don't. That's why you do it. There's no repercussion to your idiocy. None at all. Oh yeah. You can throw paint at my paintings and in, in, in museums. You can light things on fire. You can, uh, you know, get your spray paint cans out and destroy something. It's nuts. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Uh, biggest story today. Uh, biggest story today. There are a few. The fallout from the presidential uh, primary debate that happened last night in Florida. Um, also, Israel has agreed to four days of strategic pauses in mm. their bombing of Gaza. Um, to allow people to move further south. And there's a little bit of d a discrepancy because the White House is saying this is what they've negotiated. Israel is saying, well, we've kind of been doing tactical pauses to allow people to leave the affected area. I mean, since since we started. So it's you not get really the feeling they're not going to do anything different. But yeah. if they want to allow the United States to say, you want to call it a pause, call it whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah, we will get to that. And Nikki Haley calling Ramaswamy scum next. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Jen Exert, David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, uh, you have the clip of Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, they had a lot of talk today. Yeah, they had another dust up at the Republican presidential primary debate. This is about uh, banning TikTok. Oh, yeah. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Your adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. We got to go further. Yeah. Had almost a Will Smith moment right there. Almost, but I, yeah. she just didn't quite stick the landing, though. No. Keep, your, keep my daughter's name out of your uh, voice. Your blanking mouth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been cooler if she walked over and slapped him. <laughs> oh, that would have been. <laughs> I, you know, I think, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I, I, I just kind of feel like he's a salesman more than anything else. But um the point he made or he went on to make i think is a really good one which is about the mm -hmm. bigger issue of u.s companies uh selling data from users to chinese interests yep that's a bigger issue than just tiktok alone i would agree with that as far as him mentioning the daughter having tiktok is that out of bounds uh, apparently she'd been off for a, quite a while so i just kind of thought it was lame but yeah i don't know about out of bounds or anything it's sort of like whatever <laughs> i mean nikki haley said that everyone got or she felt dumber after he said something which fair enough but that was also um pretty insulting yeah i mean where i thought he really dinged her the most was her being a war hawk i don't even know if you heard that part david because mm. you had you know kids and all sorts of stuff going on. I can play you a little bit of that clip and get to the point of it. Corrupt politicians in both parties spent trillions, killed millions, made billions for themselves in places like Iraq and Afghanistan, fighting wars that sent 
thousands of our sons and daughters, people my age, to die in wars that did not advance anyone's interests, adding $7 trillion to our national debt. And Joe Biden sold off our foreign policy. Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, got a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. That's why we're sending $200 billion back to that same country. And then it was Nikki Stern. <laughs> the fact of the matter is the Republican Party is not that much better. You have the likes of Nikki Haley, who stepped down from her time at the UN. Bankrupt or in debt is, was her family. Then she becomes a military contractor. She joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multimillionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first? Or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which case, we've got two of them on stage tonight. thank you. That made you chuckle. It did. Well, a little, little dig at DeSantis for where yeah, he lives. The heels. <laughs> yes. And so that whole part about, you know, being a war hawk. And, yeah, she got a lucrative contract from Boeing. And how many people do you suppose that are Republican voters know that? Very few. I would totally agree with you. Should they know? Sure. Yeah, because it influences decisions. Oh, yeah. And this is, uh, you know, I'll go off on a tangent for a second. I thought this was interesting because you're just looking at how people react to this stuff. And I noticed on Fox this morning, um, well, first, Ainsley was defending Nikki Haley. And I, it didn't make much sense to me uh, because later, what was it? Nikki Haley said, you know, my heels are five-inch heels. Yeah. And they're used as a, was it a weapon? Ammunition. Yeah. Or something weird. On Twitter, yeah. it was uh, Vivek, I wear heels. They're not a fashion statement. They're for ammunition. I don't even know don't, what that means. I don't either. I, like, I don't, if it's a zinger and you don't know what it means, it's really not a zinger. But Ainsley on the Fox Morning Show thought it was effective, I think. Uh, Haley, one of her best moments, you know, Viveka t- attacked her daughter for being on Tic Tac, and her response was uh, very similar to the Will Smith response, get my daughter out of your voice. Uh, the high heel moment, he thought he had her there, and then she responded uh, on the fly very quickly, quick response, uh, talking about her heels are not three inches, they're five inches. Right. And ammunition, what does that mean? I don't know. I still don't know what that means. People seem to be still confused I mean, by that. It'd be it'd be more effective if she had like walked over there and hit him with, with the, the with the heel, heel, yeah, or threw her heels at him. That would have been yeah. that's a viral moment. Therefore, ammunition. I, well, I thought this was <laughs> odd too because it was also, and I like uh, Brian Kilmeade, but he's like, hey man, don't make fun of Dick Cheney. What? <laughs> really? In the last debate, where's the one with Kill Me? I don't know. The other thing is, uh, don't rip Dick Cheney. Uh, if you are Michael Moore, you can rip Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was Secretary of Defense, Chief of Staff, uh, Vice President. Uh, he did not get rich off the Iraq War. Uh, leave that to <laughs> Democrats to make. <laughs> what? He didn't great. get. <laughs> well, sure he did. Dick Cheney didn't make any money off the Iraq War. Really? Mm. Democrats to make up some fiction while along the way, if you want to make your policies, don't rip. There's no reason to go back and just parrot some uh, talking to some hate talking points uh, of of the Democratic Party towards the previous administration. Okay, so that and the reason I bring it up is to say this. Okay, I want to believe that anybody that shows up on any network can say whatever they want, what they truly think. Yeah. It's hard for me to believe that someone's like, hey, man, don't go after Dick Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I could be wrong. It's actually because Dick Cheney is, uh, is, is holding his kids hostage right now. 
Well, and Cheney's daughter the same way. Right. Certainly a war hawk. And I don't think all Republican voters are wanting to go down that road again. You know, they're... There's a whole lot more of to that. Of all the things, though, of all the people don't, to make fun of, don't make fun of Dick Cheney. I know. Do that, not. That just struck me. I'm like, I got to bring that into the yeah, show. Like, your yeah, opinion hold, on that. The Trump thing was an absolute, I mean, the, uh, one of the biggest appeals for Donald Trump was it, he represented a repudiation of yes. the Bush-Cheney mindset of the Republican Party. Yes. But, you know, Fox, they, they don't like Trump so much. <laughs> You saw what happened to Tucker. Yeah. I mean, you know, and part of that was he was very much a critic of spending all of the money in Ukraine. And you can see a lot of that's falling apart right now. Yep. But that's topic for another time. we got to move on. It's that time of the show. Going around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? Well, I, yeah, I guess we can stick with the debate, and it, this is more of a media story than anything else, but NBC News was doing fact-checking on the fly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Ron DeSantis, at one point, had, had brought up he sent planes to Israel and brought back over 700 people to safety. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. NBC News said, this is half true. DeSantis signed an executive order that allowed the Florida Division of Emergency Management to pay for Americans in Israel to fly back to the U.S., but the flights were organized by a nonprofit, and DeSantis's primary role was to fund the flights. Nearly 700 people were evacuated, according to the governor's office. What's the half-not-true part of that, then? Exactly. Turn it, like, are, they, are they saying, well, he didn't fly the planes himself? I mean, you, uh, you, know what? Right. you know what I think it is, though? I think it's bu- our Bush. Golly, now I got Bush on the brain. That uh, that that Biden actually gave was like, hey, we got commercial flights. We got some you can still get on. Yeah, remember that right after it happened. Oh yeah, like for twenty five thousand dollars, you can you can get on this plane, but now you get back all the way home. Right. Well, exactly. But they tried yeah. to some kind of parallel that he offered. See, he offered before DeSantis. <laughs> I don't know what they're getting at there. Garbage. It's just it does them all to say, well, it's a half truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. All right, for what's your story, Scott, what you got? It's all over the morning shows today. I happen to notice this at Pizza Hut. Did you see this story about Pizza Hut? What about, is this about Hong Kong? Yeah. I did see this. Yeah, they're kind of a good story, huh? Pizza Hut uh, has introduced a pizza uh, into the Chinese markets that is made of snake meat. Well, snake pizza. Yeah, the American pizza chain partnered with the century-old Hong Kong restaurant... And the Wuhan lab that have come <laughs> I cracked myself up on that one. And they've come up with a pizza made of snake that is currently being offered in China. And it, if it works, they're going to send it over here. Uh, this research has been funded, of course, by Fauci and the NIH. But, you know. Man, oh, man. I wonder if they could do a promo with, I don't know, a certain band, maybe. Hello, this is David Coverdale. <laughs> Try the snake pizza. Come on now. <laughs> For the right amount of money, he'll do it. <laughs> Speaking of snakes, have a look. <laughs> See, did you have to do that? That's David Coverdale. Did you have to do it? He didn't do that on stage. He's showing them the pizza. That's what I meant. Oh, God. Here it is, right? Uh, I bring this story because I saw it. I thought, man, this is kind of crazy uh, for what's your story. I don't think it's a big surprise. Uh to Christian people that a lot of churches have been taken over by some kooks. 
across the country. Boy, howdy. No kidding. In different denominations. Oh, yeah. Wow. What's happened? Yep. And I see where this Episcopal Seminary has canceled a performance after some backlash. What is the performance, you say? It's a five-hour crying performance. A what? Oh, I thought maybe being a millennial, David, you have heard of such a thing. It is a crying performance. Hmm. The General Theological Seminary of New York City announced in an update last week it was canceling a performance by artist Leah Chavez scheduled for this Saturday titled Water the Earth and co-hosted by the Foundation for Spirituality and the Arts. The event would have featured Chavez sitting in the campus chapel and weeping for five hours. In its update, the seminary explained that it was canceling the event due to, quote, the strength of feeling that it caused, as well as, quote, the concerns of our community. Well, how about that? It's just Adam Kinzinger, the worship leader. <laughs> it's lunacy is what it is. I, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what's it for. Um, according to an emailed press release from the foundation they sent out before the cancellation, the crying event was going to be, quote, a durational performance that considers the expression of tears as a sacred act, making the invisible visible. Seated alone in the seminary's Gothic chapel, a space resonant with a long history of devotion, Chavez will weep for five hours, acting as a conduit for divine energy and healing. Oh, boy. What? Okay. Here comes the kooky stuff. Yep. <laughs> Here comes. It's all over that. And it's a performance, so you're supposed to go watch? What yeah. is that like? I mean, what are you just watching somebody weep? I don't know. <laughs> it's... What kind of lunacy is that? <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. Uh-huh. You're just weeping for five hours. I suppose it is cheaper than going to an Adele concert. <laughs> do they really do that at Adele concerts? Okay, I've had enough. Yes, you know what? And if you don't speak out, <laughs> this sort of crap happens. Someone finally said, okay, we've got the limits here, all right? Mm-hmm. We're not doing the five-hour cry show. I mean, I will say, if Nick Filipowski was a part of this, I would oh, be Oh, well, yeah. Oh, the f- sportscaster from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah if Nick you Filipowski. that he... from several years ago, Nick Filipowski was a TV sports guy, and he had been there for a couple of years, and he yeah. didn't renew his contract, and... Well, they let, for whatever reason, they let him do this long monologue about how much it meant to him to be the sports guy oh, in, in Buffalo. <laughs> if I cry, it's because I inherited that from my mom. Uh, so I leave uh, you with this. If you have a dream, go chase it. Nobody is going to believe in your dream like you believe in it. But it doesn't mean it's not worth pursuing. I chased my dream, and I ended up here in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the story. My daughter is a Buffalonian. Every night she asks me about Augie. <laughs> <laughs> and when the next Sabres game is, I hope okay. you had the time of your life. I oh. did. God. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Love you, Buffalo. I feel closer to God after listening to that in, in truth. So maybe they were on to something. Filipowski. Yes. I pray for forgiveness because I can't help but laugh. <laughs> well, because no. you got the triple intake going, uh, and then you got the snort, <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. You got it all going, man. Every and then when he me. says, 
about hockey is that daughter's asking him about hockey and the way he says, hockey. <laughs> we could do five hours of crying on this show. Yeah. We, have enough, we have enough in the system right now. I feel comfortable because we've got the, you got the young girl, too. We haven't played that one in a long time. Oh, yeah. You got Don Lemon. Don Lemon. You oh, got, yeah. Oh, Van Jones. Van Jones. He's a crying fool. Yeah, you got, I mean, you got top-notch criers going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hear that in my head the rest of the day. All right. Republicans reward FBI with new headquarters. What? What is this story? We'll get to that much more coming up. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. What's this story, David, with the Republicans and the FBI? Well, the FBI has been working on getting a new headquarters. They say that the current building in D.C. is falling apart. It's in disrepair. And they need uh, better facilities in order to more effectively spy on America. I mean, um, protect America uh, Uh from plots that they themselves orchestrate. Um, so anyway, uh, it, there's been this bitter battle between Maryland and Virginia uh, over who was going to get uh, the new FBI headquarters. It's going to be a massive complex, something the size of the Pentagon, basically. Um, and uh, uh, apparently it's going to be a suburb in Maryland that's been chosen to be the location of uh, the new FBI headquarters. Now, uh, Matt Gates and a few other Republicans tried to, in a, in a, a spending amendment, tried to say, no, we're going to block the funding for the creation of this until the FBI gets its stuff together. 
Yeah, stuff's getting in the way of investigations. Like, I don't know, of the uh, president and his family. Yeah, uh, but no, that, that failed. A lot of Republicans like what the FBI is doing, evidently. Or the FBI's got a lot of dirt on them. Wow. By the way, did you hear what James Comer been doing the investigation for the Republicans on the Biden family? Actually, what he said was pretty interesting. But, but I will tell you, you know, this is uh, this is the biggest p- corruption scandal in my lifetime uh, from any political office. Uh, this is something that uh, that I think every American would agree needs to never happen again. We need to get rid of the Bidens and the Menendezes in Washington. Yeah. And this is the first step. Yeah. I think a lot of people would agree okay. with that. The corruption runs really deep. Maybe the FBI could help with the investigation. Just maybe. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so the Republican debate was last night. And, David, I think you're right. I don't think a lot of minds were changed. Uh, There were at least parts of this one that were entertaining, I thought. Oh, yeah. Some people brought some smoke. No doubt about that. And you had a clip that caught your attention from DeSantis. Yeah, well, the first question of the GOP primary debate was, why should you be the nominee and not Donald Trump? Which I actually Mm -hmm. think is a a great question, and really that just needs to be the starting point for any debate or any discussion about anybody who's challenging Donald Trump for the Republican nomination, because Trump is far and away the front-runner. You're trying to court the Trump base as much as you can. What makes you different? And uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, came out swinging against Trump. Here we go. We don't have time for excuses, and it's not something that we're going to be able to have all these distractions. As a veteran, I will get the job done. Now, if you look where we are now, it's a lot different than we were in 2016. And Donald Trump's a lot different guy than he was in 2016. He owes it to you to be on this stage and explain why he should get another chance. He should explain why he didn't have Mexico pay for the border wall. He should explain why he racked up so much debt. He should explain why he didn't drain swamp. And he said Republicans were going to get tired of winning. Well, we saw last night, I'm sick of Republicans losing. In Florida, I showed how it's done. One year ago here, we want a historic victory, including a massive landslide right here in Miami-Dade County. That's how we have to do it. I think that was well done there from DeSantis. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree with anything he, he said there. I mean, Trump's not going to do it, but... No. And the thing is, I don't think that's going to move the meter. I know different people will say, hey, man, you still got two months from Iowa, and he'll have a shot there. That may be. At this point, I can't see it. I've been wrong before. Well, a lot of people. But right now, I just don't see it. A lot of people have fared fairly well in Iowa that went on to just absolute destruction. Yeah, Ted Cruz won Iowa in 2016. Yes. Yes. Trump has something that none of the other people have. And I, I don't even know how you explain it. 
I think people have been trying to explain it for seven years now. Yeah. And I, I still don't know how you explain it, but he has something that other people don't have. And do you have a theory well, as to what it is? I, I think he represents <laughs> a part of the population that just feels like we've been beat up. We can't say anything. We can't do anything. We've got guns to our heads with political correctness. I mean, I don't want to live in this world anymore where that exists. This guy is my guy. They want a street fighter. He, exactly, because they feel like they they can't do anything. I mean, you know, the, the deck is stacked, whether it's school boards, county boards, city councils, state reps. It doesn't matter. The deck is stacked. We don't have anybody that reflects my values or, or my core thoughts. So, And he's the guy. If not and for he's Trump, a master at this. He is. If not for Trump, do you think DeSantis would be leading right now? Yes. You know, I don't actually know that. Uh, maybe. I think, he'd, I Nick, think he'd be right there. Yeah, Nikki Haley has, has done way better than I thought she would uh, up until this point. Yeah. But to me, I think with, with the Trump thing, it's, one, he's funny. I mean, that, that's something that politicians are famously not. He actually, You're absolutely right about that. He can that. make you laugh, and that's endearing to a lot of people. And then also, like Scott said, he speaks to um, sort of this resentment that a lot of people feel about the status quo in Washington, D.C. Whenever and he they... mocks the elite. Yeah. Well, not only that, man, I'll play you a clip of something he said last night. And, and this will probably go to prove this point a little more. He will say things that other people might think, but they wouldn't have the stones to say it. And in some ways, would he really do it? You're not quite sure. But he talks about it, and that makes people feel good. I will also quickly cancel the student visas of all Hamas sympathizers on college campuses, which have been infested with radicalism like never before college campuses. Yeah. I mean, except Ron DeSantis said that like last week or the week before last. But it's not quite the same. Not quite. You can play that Les Paul through a Marshall the same way, but there's something else about Trump that makes it yeah. sing in a different way right that people just gravitate to. Yeah, I think DeSantis has done a great job as governor of Florida, and I think he'd make a great president. And, you know, in some ways, I'm surprised that he's not farther along. But he doesn't have that sort of magnetism. And I think you need it on a debate stage. In the end, I mean, do you really think that debating skills transfers into being a great president? To me, it's different skill sets. Yeah. And you can have somebody that's good at both, but it doesn't always work out no. that way. It's all interesting. Um, by the way, speaking of, you know, just presidential politics and the campaigns, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, the day of the election, Joe Biden went to his childhood home in Scranton, you know, trying to be one with the people. Well, Newsmax went back to that childhood home in Scranton and decided to go around and talk to the people of Scranton about how they're feeling about Joe Biden. You know, how he's doing as president. Would they vote for him again? You know, things like that. Um, so I got a few cl uh, clips to play for you. One is, you know. What do you think of Joe as far as just, you know, guy? You He's know. okay. He needs to get the hell out of the White House. He's ruined this country. This country's in a hole. He's pretty much the kind of guy who should be a mayor of Scranton instead of president of the United States. <laughs> should be a mayor of Scranton, not the 
president, really. Um, what would you like to see from Joe? You'll like this one, Scott. What would you like to see him do moving forward? I don't know. I would like to see him try again with student debt. Uh, I would like to see him work on our health care system. Whatever that means. Nobody knows He's what that good. means. Everybody's going to do something. They're going to work on the health care. Nobody knows specifically what they're going to do. Did, did they catch her in the middle of a 5K? That's what I was wondering, yeah. No, no. no. It did look like she's been close to a track, ah. to be honest. I'm trying to be nice. I don't know how else to say that. There's a track to the refrigerator. <laughs> See? I didn't want to say that. I know. Then uh, uh, there were a couple of uh, young black gentlemen, and she said, hey, remember when Joe Biden said you're not black if you don't vote for Biden? And they laughed for a second, and then it goes like this. I feel if he'd be a president again, I don't know where America going to be. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, we don't like him. Like, we appreciate for this thing that he did, but, like, he needs to do a better job. Like, you could... You could do a good job and a better job. Like, he needs to do a better job. Like, what Trump did was better than what he's doing right now. Wow. Wow, the hometown boy, huh? Well, hardest people, in, you know, to impress are people in your hometown. Yeah. yeah. Then the reporter asked this. Do you feel that he represents the people of his hometown of Scranton? Well, no. He's not even from here. He only been here, what, for two years and since he was a little kid? No. Get him out of here. There you go. <laughs> Welcome home, Joe. <laughs> and then, uh... Was it better when Trump was in office? Would you vote for him again? Biden? No. I'd no, that's the other clip. You know, was, was it better with Trump? You feel like our country was better when Trump was in there office. You go. Yes, I do. Okay, so I'm a transgender person, so I personally believe that Trump has a lot out for people in the LGBTQ plus community. However, he has done a lot of good for socioeconomical growth, and I can't blame him for being that way because he is a businessman. He knows what America needs at heart, which is economical growth. Yes. That's interesting. So he kind of believes in the whole lie of he's against all the LGBTQ plus people, but he understands economics. Uh, yeah, right. I'll go that way. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, whether you're a woman or a man or wherever you think you are, you still have to earn a living, right? Yeah. Well, that one woman that was almost like belligerent. Just bringing up Joe Biden. Yeah. There, I think there's one last clip of her. So I think it's safe to say you would not vote for him in 2020. Hell, no, I'm voting for Trump. <laughs> Foregone conclusion. There you go. Oh, that cracked me up. Trump needs to get uh, that lady on a yard sign. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Uh, other news out there. Man, I had heard this was going to be taking place. Gal Gadot, the actress, mm -hmm. along with her husband, was going to do this screening. Right, of everything that happened in Israel on October 7th, the atrocities. Yeah. So they're going to have this. Where was it at last night, David? Uh, it was at the Museum of Tolerance. <laughs> you don't in, say. In uh, Los Angeles. Uh, they were showing some of the unedited footage of the Hamas attacks on Israel, about a 43-minute long documentary. A uh, couple hundred people were there. Uh, well, here's what happened outside, according to local news outlet KABC. Okay. Breaking news. This is video just in from Air 7 HD as violence erupts just across the street from L.A.'s Museum of Tolerance. Tonight's violence broke out at the corner of Pico and Roxbury, and a number of people appeared to have been pepper sprayed during this confrontation. Police quickly moving in, taking some people into custody, and then forming a skirmish line as they tell people to leave the area and go home. Outside. So unintentionally funny. I know. 
It's unreal. I'm, what is in the Museum of Tolerance, by the way? I, I That I don't know, but I, I guess it's uh, all about trying to break down racial stereotypes. or something. I have no idea, but when I hear riot outside of the Museum of Tolerance, tolerance. where people yes. are attacking Jews, <laughs> I just think I'm, I'm ever so... I'm, I'm this much closer to actually believing that we are living in a reality that has been written by the guys who made South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Didn't they do something like this? They did a Museum of Tolerance, yeah. Yeah. Bit. Well, the joke forever has been, you know, the people that scream about tolerance the most oh, yeah. are the most intolerant people yeah. walking the face of the earth. And it just proves itself right there. Over and over again. I mean... Didn't they have some idea this was going to go down? Well, they I mean, there should have been protection out there. Yeah, this is crazy, man. Seeing this all over the place. Um, yeah, and you wonder, you know, as far as like the far left loons in Hollywood, there hasn't been too many speaking out against this sort of crap. Mm-mm. Why is that? I, I think it's because they don't they either don't know a lot about what's going on or they're afraid of upsetting uh the younger demographic that's been brainwashed into thinking that wow you know, Palestine is living under apartheid conditions and whatnot. All these speeches about standing up for people that mm-hmm. are marginalized and you're not standing up for Jews in your country oh, right no. now? No, I mean, it's it's, wow. the, it's a whole dynamic of, you know, right after Russia invades Ukraine, a bunch of people put, you know, put Ukrainian flags on their yards and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Because there was no risk of, of some right. Russian coming and trying to burn down your house. Right. But the moment there are actually stakes, all of these liberals standing up for democracy <laughs> cowered down. Oh, big time. Yeah. You know, speaking of the far left, Stephen King. You know, when he was writing books and people were always talking about oh, Stephen King, another great book. I don't think a lot of people knew his politics, and now you do. I see the story that he has written a sequel to Cujo. My question is, if you've read the books, could you still read the book now knowing what a nut he is? Scott? No. You just I, couldn't I never separate read several ne- of his books. You neither, David? No. You just couldn't do it. I'm done with him. Yeah. No, I. there was a book that I was interested in reading that he had put out, um, and a family member of mine who is liberal, hates Donald Trump, said I got halfway through it and gave up because it was like every five pages there was some reference to MAGA or Trump or something. Oh. So, like, Cujo's going to be wearing a red hat or something in the sequel, <laughs> you know? It'll be called Gojo. <laughs> or Slow Joe. There you go. Wow, he's got the mind by you. Okay. Um, the government wants you to stop putting pretty rhinestones on your steering wheel. Have you heard that? Yeah, that's a funny story. And a news update next. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed
36,025-1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on IdentifyEPI.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's IdentifyEPI.com. Sponsored by Abby. Robbins show. Okay. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Do you want to do what we were going to do? Or do you want to do the story you're looking at? Uh, uh, well, okay. I'll just do the story I'm looking at, I suppose. Uh, there's an 18 year old uh, named Jillian Ludwig, a, a student at Belmont University in Nashville. Um, she died last night after being shot earlier this week. Mm. Uh, stray bullet. Uh, hit her, and she succumbed to her injuries last night. Um, this The suspect is in custody. Uh, he had previously been deemed uh, unfit or incompetent to stand trial, but the prosecutor just kind of let him out. What? Then he was carjacked. Was on trial for what? Well, so he had carjacked someone. Uh, $20,000 bond released again. Uh, initially, he had shot at a woman and her two kids. The Nashville DA, Glenn Funk, released him as unfit for trial. And then he did the carjacking, and now an 18-year-old is dead. And listen to how um, CNN covered it. Okay. The shooting serves as another example of the enduring trauma of gun violence in the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Where everyday activities, like going to work, bowling with friends, or celebrating a holiday, have been violently interrupted by gunfire. Pretty sure this guy wasn't legally allowed to hold a, carry a gun, and the guy shouldn't have been out on the streets to begin with. He should not. Should this, have been put away. This has nothing to do with legal gun ownership. No, of course not. It is maddening to see this happen again and again and again with someone that should already be in jail. Wow. On a lighter note, I mentioned this story about the government wanting you to stop putting rhinestones on your steering wheel. I didn't even know that was a thing. Do you do that? Well, yeah. Bedazzle them a little? Yeah, I'd bedazzle my steering wheel. Yes. The Highway Traffic Safety Administration Mm -hmm. wants drivers to stop doing it. Why? Well, after this growing trend of these decorative emblem decals all over, like, the vehicle's logo, center of the steering wheel. Yeah. Um, 
Well, if the airbags deploy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. See? Oh, man. <laughs> the decorations become shrapnel-like projectiles. Oh, gosh. Oh, damn. Oh, well, at least one driver lost an eye. Well, I'm taking mine off today, then. <laughs> Emblem with rhinestones got dislodged in a crash and hit the driver in the face. <laughs> it's like it's some goofy thing. and like, oh, they don't want you to do that. You know, like the fuzzy yeah. dice hanging. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. You know, right. from yeah. the mirror. Right. Can't quite see very well. Yep. You know, it used to be if you had a cross on a chain, people would put it around their rear view. Yes. And then we can't do that. Okay. Yeah, but this is really something. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. Losing an eye because of stupid yeah. decorations on your steering wheel. Steering wheel. Just that's a that's painful and embarrassing all at once. Well, I thought the rhinestones were cool. Yeah, what happened there, Lefty? What happened? I know. Well, it was like the, you know, inside carpet of my, you know, Firebird formula got ripped up because I had a spur with, or a boot with one spur. That happened to be the one that yep. I used to, for the accelerator and the brake. And I'm like, hey, man, what's ripping up the carpet? Oh, yeah, it's my spur. <laughs> Fashion has a price. <laughs> All right, we gotta get to a news update more next. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, well, one of the highlights from the Republican debate last night uh, was near the beginning. It was vivake. I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Robbins. Whoa, that was director Kristen Welker from NBC. Yeah, he, he was looking right at her when he said it. And all she How, could do. What an uncomfortable moment for her. Was just sort of uncomfortably smile. Yeah, help help me out, Lester. Do I something. noticed uh, NBC on the Today Show on their package about Yo, the debate. Yeah, they didn't mention nothing that. on that. Well, no. Of course nothing, not. Nothing. Nothing. It never came up. There was no video. There was no audio. There was nothing. Someone no. just windmill dunked on us. We're not. We're not going to highlight that. You'd have more respect for them if they did. Yeah. You know, and it was attack against our very own Christian Welker last night. Well. So they went after Vivek in a different way because as Vivek and Nikki Haley went back and forth, this is a part of the package they played, and it just rolls out like this. Go do ahead. you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? They're five-inch heels, and I don't wear them unless you can run in them. Is I wear heels. They're not for a fashion statement. They're for ammunition. Okay, so they put that part in. Which people are still, I think, confused. What does that mean? The heels are ammunition. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. People well, were confused online about kick it. People with them. I mean, I, I don't know. All I'll say is, it, it just would have been way more effective if she took one of her heels off and <laughs> threw it at Vivek Ramaswamy. Yes. Now that would have been a ratings banana. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, they didn't play the part either where he said, you know, why are we even on this network? This should be hosted right. by Joe Rogan and Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson, which would have been way better. 
He was right about that. Mm-hmm. Kristen Welker would have said, well, it was a Putin heel. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden's about to call for common sense stiletto reform. <laughs> That's right. So after they play that, then it's that Tom Yamas, one of their reporters, yeah. wants to ask something to Nikki Haley. Check this out. He called you Dick Cheney in three-inch heels. Do you think that was sexist? I don't even give him the time of day. He has proven that he is just not worthy of being president of the United States. It's like a dope like that can't help himself. Ah, did you think that was sexist? Well, he did also make a reference to Ron DeSantis in that, so... He did. He did. Hmm. It's like they always default to these things. Right. Did you think it was racist? Was that sexist? Was that xenophobic? Uh. Or they'll use the, a lot of people watching probably thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort That's of a good one, too. Um, you had a clip of Biden, and this is with Peter Ducey. Yeah. David. Uh, Fox News' Peter Ducey asked Joe Biden about the recent poll put out by the New York Times, sorry, the failing New York Times, mm-hmm. showing that Trump is leading him in multiple swing states right now. Okay. Why do you think it is that you're trailing Trump in all these swing state polls? Because you don't read the polls off the Gibbler in 10 polls. Eight of them, I'm beating them in those states. Eight of them. You guys only do two. CNN and New York Times. Check it out. Check it out. We'll get you a copy of all those other polls. I, what was the, he says something about the polls. How did I? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what was that, David? Well, sometimes his speech gets, you know, forgotten in the pockets in the laundry, and it just sort of comes yeah. out as a goopy mess. But um, I, I didn't understand what that was. I'll, I'll need to hear part. it again. I am yeah. fluent in, in. I know. In Bidenese. Bidenese. Because you don't read the polls off of Gibbler. Ten polls. As is it? Because you ten poll. You don't. Because <laughs> you do. <laughs> I heard ten poll too. Yeah. You don't read the polls, obviously. I can give you 10 polls, I believe is what uh, he's saying. Because you don't read the polls, Austin Digger. 10 polls. Wow. Obviously, Digger. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Obviously, Digger. Obviously, Digger. Digger. Austin Digger. 10 polls. Dipper. Yeah. <laughs> Eight of them on. And then he had to struggle there at the end. Check too. it out. Check it out. We'll get you a copy of all those other polls. We'll get you a copy of all the hot polls. Uh, all, the, all the jalapeno poles? <laughs> I think. All the jalapeno poles. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was either. Was well, he saying that he's ahead in I most of the polls? Yeah, most of the polls. You only what look polls at two of he, them. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, no, there's like a million of them. Man, they're coming for him. They are coming for him. It really rankles him, doesn't it? Yeah, there was one other piece you probably missed, David. I should probably play this. That that was the the close from Vivek about Biden. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? No. Okay, all right. I also want to close with one message to the Democrat Party. End this farce that Joe Biden is going to be your nominee. We know he's not even the president of the United States. He's a puppet for the managerial class. So have the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, end his candidacy now, so we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. Right, Just tell us the truth so we can have an honest debate. Right, it's going to be Hillary Clinton. Clinton. doesn't like that. Yeah, well, that's who you're betting on now. Mm-hmm. Sold on it. Man. 
That I'm was... thinking about whipping out the bets right now, but I don't know that I'm ready. <laughs> Got to think that one through if I'm betting against it because there may be something to that. Boy, there was an absolute to what he said. It wasn't if. It was like, you're going to do this. By vague? Yeah. Oh, I think he's I mean, right. You're going to do this. I don't think it's going to be him. Level with the American people right now. Yes. That's that's interesting. No, I think the they, absolutism they, that he just said. Well, was, yeah, they they trot you know Joe Biden around until right before the Democratic National Convention, and then um, they have a, a actual open convention, which is much easier to manage than a primary voting process. They don't want people voting on it, right? So they so draft somebody. They really don't. You have draft delegates somebody at the convention. Yeah, so they put have, in who they, they want. Right. Go back, you know, several decades to the process it used to be wow damn yeah i think that's gonna happen okay we got to move on to other things including you've got young pro-palestinian demonstrators saying they're not really sure if hamas actually invaded israel oh yeah this is crazy audio out of the uk a dude was asking people at a pro-palestine demonstration uh or just just talking to them trying to figure out like what is it that you believe why are you here what do you think about what led to this latest offensive or counteroffensive from Israel? Okay. Roll it. Here we go. Hamas invaded Israel on the 7th of October. What was your initial reaction to that? Uh, I didn't believe they did, did they, Hamas? Uh, I think so. I, honestly, like, I think I need to be a bit more clued up on like, everything that's going on. Oh, my so God. I feel like I'm not really qualified to answer that too well. I mean. I'm not sure if I've seen anything that shows that that's actually happened or actually correct. And you're out there protesting. Yeah. Wow, man. There's some there's some 9-11 feel out there that I've read and heard about that this was elaborate scam, that this didn't happen the way you thought it happened, that Israel mm-hmm. really did this to themselves sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's out there, man. I mean, it's kooky, uh, yeah, but I've, it's out there. I've seen that. Yeah. That particular person was clueless about anything. And, well, well, yeah. that That's what happens when your opinions are shaped by algorithms on TikTok. Yes. You, you believe very strongly in whatever you've been told, and then when you're actually asked about it in detail, you realize you don't know anything. And that's why the algorithm works the way it does, especially with TikTok. Man, gosh dang. Did you see the video making the rounds? I mean, it, it just tell you what it is. It's not any audio to play from it, really. It was how quickly the pride flag lasted at the pro-Palestinian <laughs> demonstration in London. It wasn't long. No. It starts waving it, and all of a sudden, there was a group of dudes, boom, gone. <laughs> Much as you would probably expect if you have any common sense at all. Some people don't know and think, oh, yeah, we're all on the same side here. What? Do you understand what Hamas is at all? Oh, probably not so much. Um, You also had a story, David, about some high-end brothels. Dude, this is crazy. A network of what are being described as sophisticated high-end brothels in Boston and eastern Virginia provided sex for pay to, quote, elected officials, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances, professors, and others, according to prosecutors uh, announcing an indictment of three people who are running the show. 
yesterday. Now, <laughs> so you've got three people arrested in connection to this where they would basically rope you in. They, they would tell, uh, you know, you had to have a certain passphrase on a website or at a shop, and then you would be let in if you had the credentials and the money uh, to get their services. I mean, it looks like a massive blackmail operation. Yeah, it was like they were Epsteining people. Yes, and the crazy thing is they're saying there are hundreds of clients, no clients being charged or named. <laughs> How can what? you prosecute somebody for sex trafficking to no one? That's what they do. That's absolutely, yeah. The Glenn Maxwell, she's in jail for it. Yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell is going to be spending the rest of her life behind bars, and nobody has named who the clients were. The nope. clients are committing crimes, too. Yes. But when the clients are the ruling class, they get a pass, dude. That's the way the game works. That's crazy. Man, that was in an episode of Jack Ryan, too. <laughs> What do, you get a, what do you get in a high-end brothel? Do you get to, uh, three choices for dinner? Well, I, Cocktails uh, beforehand? I think it goes beyond that probably yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're not getting uh, the downtrodden as much maybe, you know, as far as the, doubt, the actual doubt, services. The downtrodden brothel. <laughs> <laughs> you know these these high rollers, they don't yeah. want to go to the down yeah, drive. Ham sandwich and a bag of chips there. Yeah. No. Oh man. Man, what a dark world we're in right now. Yeah. Okay. Um someone threatened to shoot somebody over the movie Top Gun? Yep. You gotta get to that story and much more coming up right here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Sorry about that. What happened? Oh, it's, it's something we're going to talk about here in just a couple of minutes. Um, it's an ongoing list of slurs against white people. Mm-hmm. It's going all over online. <laughs> what? I can't wait for this. Oh, yeah, it's it's something. Because I bet there's some I've never heard before. There were some I had not heard before. Yeah. But it's like an alphabetical order. Oh, good. From people... Libs of TikTok. Put this together. Oh, they're, they're, that's a good bunch, too. Put it out there. I don't think I would have seen it on my own. Um, no, a lot going on after the Republican debate last night. And I know you have a piece of audio, not really from the debate, but just about an issue uh, that's important to a lot of voters across yeah. America, David. Yeah, and it has to do with school choice. In the, in the state of Texas, they're taking another crack at a voucher system, at, a, at basically following what a lot of other states have done in the last couple of years, which is provide uh, families with the opportunity to take their tax dollars with them if they don't like the public school that they're currently at. Mm-hmm. A lot, maybe some people won't take advantage of this, but there may be a lot of people who want to take advantage of it. I mean, when they did it in Arizona, the server crashed. It was so popular. Um, now, Democrat Representative Gina Hinojosa uh, 
just said what we've heard a lot of Democrats say in the past, which is basically, hey, we're setting up a system where poor people can't can't use it because poor people, they they just don't know how to get information. What? Roll it. So could be we don't really get many low-income kids. We know there are barriers to um, applying, to accessing information, transportation, all of the things that are implicated in poverty. And um, we just don't know if any of those kids will get any of this money. So all of those kids could do class on Zoom in 2020. Correct. They could do all online instruction or a hybrid model. That was fine. Yes. But their parents figuring out how to take advantage of a program that would allow them to put their kids in potentially a better school. Well, that Mm -hmm. can't do it. Can't do it. Not possible. Really got the kids first in mind, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you speechless, Scott? I am for the. It's just so typical of the response you get from these people. You got to protect the teachers' unions, man. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Victims everywhere. And again, you have people wanting this system to get their kids out of failing schools, and you're not letting them do it. You're holding them hostage. Dang. And giving the excuse, well, they just don't know how to process information. They don't even know how to get it. Right. So it's just not fair. Golly. Because I'm sure that no private school, if this were to be enacted, would do any sort of outreach program. You know, it's such a joke to me, man. It, think of it. We we know different places, okay? Say school is going to start in a week. You get a group of teachers that have to go into different neighborhoods to remind the parents, school is starting next week. Yeah. Here's the time, okay? Because the parents don't have it together. They're terrible parents. There's no other way to say it. I'm not quite sure when school starts. I don't even know how to find out. Well, that's fantastic. So we got to have people go out and tell people this is when school starts. And then they got to do everything to get supplies for the kids because the parent ain't going to do it. And they got to get them backpacks and everything else. And out of the goodness of people's hearts, they donate to these causes, which is really nice. But then you're saying that the people that are going out to tell the parents when school starts, they couldn't possibly tell them, hey, there's other options for your kid as far as the school. Let's find the best fit for Johnny. No. Nope, we can't do that. Can't do it. No, it's not possible. I wish my parents would have forgotten when school started. Me too. Every year I was hoping that would happen. <laughs> now, as far as uh, um, what I was looking at, I'd seen this last night, was bringing it back. I was trying to tell you guys about it. Libs of TikTok, I mean, she posts all sorts of stuff from crazy people on TikTok. And this is one, and she was sort of making the point, it's only white people you can really be this racist against. And it just sort of flies by. And you think to yourself, okay, if someone else had a running list of slurs toward black people or Hispanic people or something else, I, yeah, that, that wouldn't fly. No. So it's in alphabetical order, and, well, she she actually talks about 
it was requested, so sort of here you go. Bruh, y'all were asking for my white people insert collection. I got y'all. We don't gatekeep around here. Y'all can save this video if you like want to, or you can like pause it just to see. This is A through like a little bit of C. So you can save this video or whatever and look at what you need to look at. Okay. Uh, All right. So I see it. Uh, under A, we have Ash Ape. <laughs> see, I thought. Ash Ape. Ash Ape. Yes. Okay. Um, a couple we just hadn't heard before uh, Arctic Menace. <laughs> that sounds like a minor league hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get into the bees, and she has baking soda slugs, beach flamingos. <laughs> okay, actually, beach flamingos is pretty funny. I like that. Uh, birch trees, um, blanket banshee, bleach balloons, bleach demons. Bleach demons. Yeah. Mm. That's my cleaning product inspired metal band. Yeah. See, we get into C, we get to uh, Cauliflower Conqueror. Cauliflower Not easy conqueror. to say, yeah. but yeah. Uh, cave Dwellers. Yeah, I've heard that one. Casper Crickets. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> like Terminex would take care of that. Yeah, Dang, right. man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got a bad infestation of Casper crickets, don't you? Sorry. They're in the I attic. I tell you, just sit down, Bob. Let me tell you. Uh, a couple using chalk. <laughs> we have chalk chihuahuas and chalk chimps. Chalk chihuahuas, uh, though, is that? Yeah, that's. That seems like there would be some, like, cultural appropriation crossover happening there, though. Yeah. Well, I'll have you take it up with this person. Okay. Um, uh, she goes on. And then this is C. Yeah. And I don't know. Mm, I don't remember if this is all the way through C or not. But there's a lot of C stuff. And somebody had said in the other video that already had um corn. What is it? Cornstarch colonizer. So what I did, not cornstarch colonizer. Somebody started said that I had you know the one that I replied to. So I just changed it from whatever it was before. To cornstarch colonizer, and then I kept the one uh -huh. that I already put in there. I just left it there. Just away with words. Cornstarch colonizer. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, cloudy with a chance of colonization. Gosh, That's just kind of lazy. It's a children's book. Yeah. Uh, we have cocaine monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. Uh, cotton ball flies. <laughs> cotton swabs. <laughs> Yeah, it just goes on and on and on. It's kind of lazy. I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty much it from this list. I don't know. From the C's through the C's. Oh, hold on. I'm pulling up D's right now. Oh, you got some D's? Okay. Dandruff clumps. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Dove soap. Okay. Uh, drywall. Yeah, it goes on. And yeah. on. Okay. You get the idea. There. Um, <laughs> Dandruff clumps. Oh, David, you had a story about the AP and Reuters failing New York Times and CNN. Oh, yeah. Uh, Honest Reporting put out uh, this uh, a fairly shocking uh, expose about the freelance journalists that were being hired by the AP, Reuters, CNN, um, who were actually part of Hamas as they went into uh, slaughter Israelis.
Unreal. And, you know, there, there's the the way that they framed it at Honest Reporting was, you know, this brings up ethical questions about who you're paying in exchange for pictures and documentary evidence. Like, do you actually pay someone who's a member of that group, which is different than an embedded reporter. If you're somebody who mm-hmm. lives in Gaza and you have sources and they say, hey, we're about to go do something, that's different than, like, one of these uh, photojournalists, uh, quote-unquote photojournalists, was seen on a motorbike uh, holding a grenade. They Holy were, They were part of the strike force. They just had a camera instead of a gun. And so that so I mean, CNN has kind of apologized and said, well, this is unfortunate. You know, we didn't know, blah, blah, blah. Although, again, you, you kind of use common sense and you think, well, this happens on a Saturday morning. They weren't just walking by the border. You know, they were actually with the crew as they were going in. You should have kind of asked maybe a couple more questions. Like, how'd you get this? How'd you get these photos? How were you there to document a lynch mob? How were you there to document the firebombing of Israeli armaments? I mean, it, there are all of those questions should have come up. And then the question is, if you have those photos, do you pay for them? Do you use them? I don't have a problem with the publishing of the photos just because they're there. And to me, it's an insult to the to the memory of the victims if you don't show the horrors right. of that day. But do you have to pay for them? Because if you're paying for them, you are supporting a terrorist organization. No doubt. There's no other way around it. You know, it's crazy, too. At least they named the people that they were using the photos from, right? So you go through the different names, and it's Hassan Elia. Um, but one of the names caught my attention because I hadn't heard this name before, and it's H-A-T-E-M. The proper pronunciation, I'm not sure, but it just appears as Hatem Ali. Yeah. Which, in some ways, I guess seems fitting. Part of the reboot yeah. of the New Warriors show. Maybe he's going to say. Man, oh man. Um, so now they are completely distancing themselves from all of that. Because that's a bad look for the AP and CNN and the yeah. failing New York Times. Wow, man. Yeah, there's just a lot of darkness out there as far as different stories. And I don't know what you think about this. We can get to this in a couple of minutes. Bruce Willis's family? Yeah. They want people to learn from his struggles. They're talking openly about it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? This mm-hmm. is now the time? I don't know. I mean, fine line between helping and exploitation, right? Yeah. And we're also learning that pipes had to be replaced at the Playboy Mansion back in the day. But they did. What? You know why? Oh, it's wild. Oh. We'll get to that and much more coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. 36,000, 25, 
one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down expenses. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance for free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Van Camp Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. And this is a terrible story out of South Texas around Batesville on Highway 57. Uh, law enforcement was involved in a high-speed chase with a human smuggler who had, I think, four other people in the car with him. Guys okay. flying down the highway. It's two-lane highway, no passing zone, but he passed a semi. And... Uh, the driver winds up hitting another vehicle head-on. And, I mean, it, there's just nothing left of the vehicles. Mm -hmm. and I so saw the vehicle, yeah. It's awful. Five people yeah. in the suspect's car, two people from Georgia traveling to Mexico were killed, two innocent people killed. Yeah, the only thing intact was, like, the rear quarter of Pretty the much. Car. I mean, he That's must it. have been flying. Yeah. Wow. I'm seeing a story about the debate last night of a clear winner. That's what it was billed as, as far really? as the headline of the story was the big winner of the Republican debate in Miami. That was from Fox. Um, and it says the big winner was consolidation. That's so dumb. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis showed exactly why they are head and shoulders above the rest of the pack in polling as they came out swinging at the absent frontrunner, Donald Trump. You could okay. probably make the argument that Trump won it again. Because I don't think his numbers are going to go down after last night. Oh, no. Not at all. Well, you know, the sparsely attended rally. Jeez, there's thousands of people at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. And I yeah, They all want unity. Part of it. If you had to pick one winner from last night, who would it have been, Scott? Okay, it's going to sound crazy. I know. And, and again, the winner is so hard to define for me. But who made the most waves? Who made the biggest impact last night? Vivek Ramaswamy. From what I saw. Not even close. I would agree. Or is it Vivek now? I forget. Vivek. Thank you. I think he says Vivek. Viv uh, somebody Vivek. Did. I don't know. It's going to be like a Kamala, isn't it? Either Toyota <laughs> or somebody running for president. I don't know. But I'm guessing mm -hmm. if you mispronounce Vivek or Vivek, uh -huh. either way, he's not going to call you racist for it. No. That's a good thing. 
Oh, I mentioned this real quick. See what you think. Uh, Bruce Willis is terrible. He's got that frototemporal dementia. Yeah, it's terrible. And his daughter is on the Drew Barrymore show saying, I think, on one hand, this is who we are as a family to share this and to help people, to spread awareness for this disease. So if we could take something we're struggling with as a family and individually to help other people to turn it around, to make something beautiful about it, that's really special for us being, you know, very open about his struggles with it. You think that's true? You'd be okay with that like as a family member? Tough call. That it could man. have an impact? Yeah. It, it is. Tough call. Like I said, sometimes you feel like it's a show horse or something, you know? And to get on Drew Barrymore's show, it's just something about it is weird to me, but I get it. Yes, but then I asked the question, and honestly, I don't know. I'm asking the question. Would it have the same impact if you talked about it after he's gone? I said, while he's still here. And, it, and I don't know exactly what happens when you have that. If you're him, do you know people, everyone's talking about you? I don't you? think so. Or, Not now. Then is he in a position to tell you that he would be okay with it or not? I don't think he is. He might have, he maybe made his wishes known beforehand. I don't know. I'm not sure. And then this other story about Holly Madison. She used to be on the, the Playboy show. She was one of the huge girlfriends, all that nonsense. Now she's got a podcast because you know everyone does. Everybody does. She said the pipes had to be replaced in the Playboy Mansion because of all the vomiting. Because all the women had to keep in shape and they would just eat and puke. Oh, my goodness. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Glad we don't have much time for that story. Biggest story today, David. Say, sorry. Sorry, I'm... (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's nasty. I'm man. trying to stop myself from throwing up. That that whole thing. The more you hear the oh stories from inside the Playboy Mansion, the more it's foul dark. the thing is, man. One hundred percent agree. Just mm. yeah. You know, for a long time in entertainment circles, like mainstream, he was held in such high regard. Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Yeah, I think this country lost its moral compass a while back. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. seems to be getting worse as time goes on. Well, now the show would be on at 7 o'clock. Playboy After Dark would be 7 <laughs> Central. <laughs> All right, we got to get through another news update. You got your three, Scotty. Yeah. The Robin's Trifecta coming up right here. Van Camp and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update. David Van Camp. Uh, well, the president, Joe Biden, uh, did a rally at a union hall trying to rally the troops a little bit uh, as the uh, 2024 campaign gets uh, underway in earnest now that the past midterms are done um, or the, the off-year elections are done. Um, and, well, he... He made a joke that I think was funny, but also not very funny, that it's something to be joked about. This is today? Yes. All right. Fair shot and a fair wage. That's not too much to ask. You okay? (laughs) I want the press to know that wasn't me. 
Somebody fell down? Yeah, I guess something fell down. And um, I, I sort of like it's kind of weird to have the president going, yeah, I do fall down a lot. Something I do. <laughs> this time it wasn't me. <laughs> Well, there is a little. I'll give him credit for the self-deprecation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say, of all the Biden stuff we've heard, uh-huh. I'll, I'll tip the cap at least a little bit to that one. Well, at it's, least he's admitting he's feeble. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like John Fetterman earlier this week saying, joke's on you, I can't understand you because I had a stroke. Yes, it's that like, gets a tip of the cap. Yeah, but that it's, it's like a solid joke, but also highly concerning that these men are in positions of power. You know, one other yes. thing, one other thing Fetterman, Fetterman did this week was all the people that are missing uh, with the Hamas attacks, the, yes. the, the posters, yeah. he lined his whole office with them. Yes. And I thought, whoa. Going against the grain of his That's party a little a bit there. Yeah, going against all the Wokies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, I don't know if you saw the update on Rashida Tlaib at the censure. Yeah. After all this goes down. She's not backing down at all. Oh, no. If anything, doubling down. Shouldn't be surprised at this point. When they're all standing by behind her, all the other weirdos. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting to see in time how Hollywood deals with all of this. You look at what happened last night with Gal Gadot and, you know, that entire story of just trying to educate people of what has happened. This is the video, yeah. and this is the same one, if I'm un- to understand it right, David, that Israel had shown members of the press. Uh, I believe th- so. This is what Hamas did on October 7th, and, I mean, you saw a couple of scenes from it. We haven't seen the whole thing, but from the people that have, they talk about it being seared into their mind, like images you can't get rid of. Some people like, I'm going to have to go and get some help. I'm going to need to talk to somebody after what I saw. They're showing that last night. What's the name of the place, David? Uh, It's the Tolerance Museum. Yeah. And that's when the pro-Palestinian protesters are out causing trouble, assaulting people. I mean, who knew, you know, five weeks ago, there was this amount of people in the United States that would be out basically having rallies that are nothing more than anti-Jew. Oh, no, I'm not surprised by anything, but this one took me completely by surprise. Never saw it coming, ever. Oh, man. I mean, I know there's an undercurrent of racism out there all over the place. Yes. You know, and I know there's there's a lot of uh, anti-Jewish crimes that take place uh, featuring Jewish victims. I mean, I know that, um, but I never knew the how big how big it was i've never seen anything like it before in my life i mean well and talking to some jewish friends that talk about they're shaken by the entire thing well sure and it's not like i i really in some ways thought after the first couple of weeks that that would sort of die out no okay and and you would see a lot more support for israel just throughout the country you haven't seen it and that's a little scary. No, it's it's gone the opposite direction. It's ratcheting up. I agree. And I take it you're surprised by all this too, David. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's you knew that there were kooks on college campuses and whatnot, but but the idea of so many people in positions of authority at universities, tenured professors, et cetera, who are either afraid to push back against the anti Semitism and they're trying to both sides all this stuff. 
or than the people who outright repeat Hamas talking points and slogans Yes, is concerning to me. Well, and we're also learning how much money is coming into the universities from Arab nations. It's, it's really interesting. And our government, for crying out loud. Yeah, it's wild. All right, you ready for your big yeah, three, let's guys? go. Get it. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, his top three of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy, how you doing? No debate. They didn't show last night. He was probably at the CMAs, though. That's my guess. Believe me, I didn't want to go. I know. You were probably with the country music folk last night. I'm ready. Yeah, okay. Three. Very good. Uh, That's all right. <laughs> number three, Hollywood getting back to work. Yeah, finally. Our long national tragic nightmare is over here. The SAG after a TV theatrical committee approved the agreement. In a unanimous vote, SAG after made the big announcement. The strike will end at 12.01. Thursday night, Friday morning, which is coming up tonight. The union so far providing some details of the agreement, most of which will likely emerge in the next few days prior to the union's ratification, which should go through. There's a lot of money involved, a lot of streaming talk involved. And anyway, at least, you know, they've settled the strike for right now. Everybody seems to be happy, and I guess they're going to go back to work after, what, two months? Hope Honestly. it was worth it, man. Now, on with the countdown. Hope it was worth it. Top three of the day from Scott Robbins. Two. Number two, New Jersey stores your newborn baby's blood. Doesn't God, tell this you is about a it. weird story. What? In every U.S. state, healthcare workers perform blood tests. Most of you know that as parents. They'll test your newborn to check for a range of genetic disorders. They do that all the time. However, in New Jersey, the State Department of Health stores your infant's blood for up to 23 years without informing you or seeking your approval. They just take it and store it. Your kid's blood. In addition to merely keeping the blood, New Jersey reserves the right to do whatever it wishes to with the leftover blood, including selling it or handing it over to the police without a warrant. A new lawsuit is finally being filed by the Institute for Justice, a public interest group focused on government abuse. They're going to challenge this. So it's incredibly misleading for the state to tell parents they're simply drawing blood from their babies to test for disease when it could be sold to third parties or used by other government agencies to build invasive databases or registries. This has got to stop. Man, I've never heard of it. I haven't either. Like that. It's creepy. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's is. really creepy. So, anyway, I don't know who finally blew the whistle on this and what was really going on, but that's a weird story, man. Well, I'll give you that. And the countdown continues. Golly, yes. a bunch of people hanging upside down at night when they sleep? I don't know. <laughs> the Scott Robbins trifecta, yeah. top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, you want to talk about a bat invasion? The Nevada Wolf Pack and the Sacramento State Hornets appeared in a men's basketball game. This happened the other night, and in Reno, Nevada, by the way. One Sacramento's player saw, hey, what is that coming at me? It was a freaking bat. Oh, yeah, man. Like five bats flying around the wow. gym. So it had to stop the game until, I guess, they got the bat people in there to get rid of the bats. The bat thing is getting pretty embarrassing, said Steve Alford, their coach. <laughs> this needs to be fixed. 
It's uncalled for to have bats flying around our gymnasium during a game. This is a big-time basketball program. This is the kind of stuff that has to stop right now. Now, I don't know any word if the bats came from China or not or whether they carry virus. I don't know that for sure. But the the uh, players were inoculated after the game with the coronavirus vaccine eight times over. Do you ever have bats dive at you? Dude, I have in this building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the building we're in right now, you yeah. I came off the elevator, yeah. is hanging at the ceiling, yeah. and starts to come down. Oh, my God. <laughs> of all the things you have to worry about when you're coming to work, right? I never oh, yeah. once thought about bats. And I remember telling you, oh, a yeah. bat, you're like, oh, yeah, there's bats. I'm like, yeah. bat. Like, yeah, I worked happens. there before you. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Bats. Sometimes. Now, I, now, we haven't had any for a while that I'm aware of. Yes. One time it was you in the newsroom. Because you in. can't just start whacking it around and then no. you, you no. get in all sorts of trouble. To piss off the bat and then it comes right at you. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh. There's, it's protected. Yeah. They're, yeah. In some places oh, yeah, well, they're protected. You can't. Well, I wouldn't anyway because I. I'd be afraid of irritating the bat. But I, we had a call. I mean, animal control had to come in and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up, there would be, you know, bats would come out at the same time every night just about dusk. Right. We'd always still be out playing baseball. Yeah. They would dive at the balls. It well, was wild because you if you, like, and you knew after a while because you did this, we were outside darn near every night. You'd throw the ball way up like as a pop fly, and then as it's coming down, there'd be a bat that would come and swoop down at it. So that was always the challenge. Were you going to make the catch with the bat swooping down at you? It was a kind of a fun little game. Well, I mean, bats are great because they kill insects. I mean, they, they eat insects, and they keep the insect population down. Yeah, that's what we were thinking <laughs> no, you know, I, when we were playing baseball. Well, Scott. right, when I walked into the newsroom and one was hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, not cool. <laughs> yeah. It makes you really wonder what they're after. Exactly. <laughs> But you think about some of the games you played as a kid. Holy smokes. Did you ever, like, if you ever did bow and arrow, did you ever just shoot the arrow up in the air and then try to catch it on its way down? Well, sure. Everybody did that, didn't they? I thought. We grew up in the same place, so essentially. No. <laughs> Pretty much. I used yeah. to do something safer, like playing chicken with a car on the interstate. I don't even want to talk about those. He can always I don't even want to talk about those types of stories. We would not only chase it, we'd try to jump on it. Yeah. And there you have it. Okay, yeah. You can see the pain in our eyes. (laughs) Well played. News update. Nimrods of the news coming up. Goodbye. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. 36,025-1. Thirty These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. 
Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. Well, breaking news in the political world. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat out of West Virginia, uh, has announced he is not seeking re-election, which pretty much at this point guarantees a Republican pickup in West Virginia. Not all that surprising. He was not favored uh, moving into the next election, but... This is one of those things, it's going to be really hard to find for Democrats, another conservative Democrat in West Virginia, to beat, uh, what's uh, Jim Justice. Yeah. Well, you talk about a guy without a party for a while, it has seemed like. Because where the Democratic Party has moved mm-hmm. <laughs> is not where Joe Manchin is. Wow, that's interesting. You know, there was talk of him possibly doing third party and a run and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. I don't know what he has planned for the future. Yeah, he says he wants to travel the country to see if there is uh, room for a middle ground party. Uh, No. Yeah, that, I don't know that there really is. I don't either. I, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I'm not trying to stay in the box, but, I mean, what, what exactly do you run on? Yeah. Well squishy stuff you'd have to it'd have to be i mean you would be you'd have to tick people off the only lane i see is just you know a common sense i think that's what the gop is trying to do but they can't quite get over themselves no you can't that's a that's a non-winner the big 10 everybody's welcome party no yeah that's tough can't do it because well to me at least anymore common sense is controversial well yeah yeah, it is. I mean, out of the blue, David, you had the story today where someone gets killed by someone that should be in jail. Yeah. Those types of stories you see all the time. Most people want to see people like that locked up. Yep. You know, the whole, you know, criminal justice reform sounds good to a lot of people until you understand you're talking about letting violent criminals out of jail just to roam among us. Who wants that? I just, I don't think it makes much sense. No, it doesn't. You know, a few of the clips we had today, I was thinking about this story. Because it's, you know, you're talking to voters, people out in the public. And it's not to, you know, make it seem like so many people are just dumb. I mean, sure, you're going to have dumb people. But some people just don't pay a whole lot of attention to news. And we'll ask the question a lot on the show. If you were to poll Americans right now, do you think they know A, B, or C is even going on? And a lot of times the answer is no. Right. 
And if you ever wonder why, this might give you a glimpse of an answer. Did you see the streaming study? How much people are streaming in America? The average person streams over 21 hours a week. That seems like a lot. Wow. Yes. So the state that streams the most is Wyoming, where 40% of people stream more than 50 hours of content a week. Wow. Hmm. That's more than a full-time gig. Interesting. It's in Wyoming. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they broke it down, some things by, you know, states. Like Minnesota, top state for true crime shows. Indiana watches the most dramas. Nevada loves romantic comedies. And in Idaho, they're most likely to stream the same movie over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quite get it the first time. Yes. Okay. But the average American streams 1,112 hours of shows and movies a year. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that's great news. All right, we got to get to Nimrod. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Go to Georgia. Dude, there was arrested for shooting fireworks at a helicopter. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, guy lives near a 12-acre wedding venue, which includes a helicopter pad in the middle of this large pond. So it's common for weddings to end with a chopper whisking the newlyweds away to their honeymoon. Oh, gosh. Which I got to admit would be pretty cool <laughs> if you're the one getting married. Yeah. Here's how we're going to do it. Man. Yeah. yeah. You don't like it, Scott? It's all right. Hey, whatever. <laughs> it's reveal parties and so you're pro, helicopters. And- you're, you're pro fireworks guy, then. No, I don't I'm pro fireworks. Yeah, this dude had a beef with this venue for like 15 years, was known to local yeah. authorities, and then he was frustrated and shot the firework. The yeah. bride and groom were on board the helicopter. Fortunately, it missed. No one was hurt. He was charged with terroristic threats and acts. Imagine the stories I could tell now. <laughs> okay, you get married. Okay, off to the honeymoon in the, in the copter. I got to admit, that's pretty cool. Robin hates it. And that's Nimrod's in the news.